0: as you put it in in the article citing two sociologists who've uh, criticized Graeber's work is that it's not so much bullshit jobs but bullshit in jobs Um, which I guess is one one angle to it which is especially today people experience uh, the growth of neoliberal bureaucracy and a lot of um, forms of control, a lot of forms of bullshit in their job, which they experience as a trauma. Um, but of course, one, one might go, you know, much further than that in terms of uh, the, the sort of alienation and exploitation inherent in capitalist labor relations as a whole. Um, but I think it's—I think that's a neat way, at least, to distinguish, uh, distinguish. I guess the post-work conception from uh, the conception, I guess, which you advance, Anton, which is you know that of bullshit in jobs versus bullshit jobs, and the other aspect which we've already spoken about, which is the idea that everything is a job now, so that even you know jobs have colonized leisure. Yeah, Absolutely. podcasting
1: yeah. is a podcasting is a job for example um but just just to to kind of um ask i guess a, a follow on question from um from that so the, the, i guess the appeal of the argument to me or at least the the kind of the appeal of the title of of, of the book is 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 that you know in a in an in an office environment there is a phenomenon that people experience often quite viscerally that you have to um not not be busy but appear to be busy you have to create your own your own bullshit and you have to um you know this and this is a, one of the rules of the game that you you can you accept in, in in playing this um and i think you in your review you say that the, the weakest part of the the argument is 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 sort of why bullshit jobs emerge you know what, what are the, the the structural conditions which which generate them but what you know what is what's the strongest part of the argument what is the because i, I think we've been Probably quite negative overall so so far. But what are what are the, the bits of this of this book or this approach to understanding work that, that have value in your opinion, if any?
2: Well, I think I think he pitched it in a very powerful way in that I think there is a cultural crisis of the work ethic or cultural crisis in general, which the, the expression "bullshit jobs" partly captures. I think there are two paradoxes insofar as why is that book so specifically popular in the elite circles? Um, so why is it that he advertised it on at The Economist and Bloomberg, all these classical uh, spokes platforms uh, for the capitalist class? So why is it there, that they're so invested in buying into the story of bullshit jobs? So just, just, then, just really
1: quickly, because in, in in your review you do you you do point this out, and I think it's really important that it basically was. Um, like an extended TED talk, it transcribed extended TED talk. E- everybody loved it. Bloomberg loved it. The Economist, you know, the fun- so Financial Times, the Guardian, and it's and and that is, you know, Slate, New Yorker. It's, yeah, and
0: and that's that's the greatest testament to the crisis of the work ethic, right there. I think. But sorry,
1: so, yeah, sorry to interrupt, but you, I kind of punctured your flow there. But that's uh, you know another reason why my listeners should go and read read the review. But it's it's just striking that. You know, oh, everybody agrees jobs are bullshit. We all we all know this now, or or whatever. That seems to be an important starting point. Yeah, yeah, and I think the way you analyze,
2: uh, uh, sorry, analyze this um, elite enthusiasm for the book is mm. also through the bullshit in Jobs' um, argument to say, like, of course they'd be invested in seeing jobs as bullshit jobs um, because it allows for a complete elimination of the potential of power even within a bullshit job. So once you reframe the problem as bullshit in jobs, this politicized jobs insofar as it says, okay, but we need to have public control over how these jobs are organized. We need to make sure that there are labor regulations. We need to make sure that these office workers get unionized as well, that we introduce models of strikes that can actually allow them to change their working environment. But if you just model it as a bullshit job, this already creates this tendency within the capitalist class, which is okay, work is not important anymore. It's mainly within a sphere of consumption that will, people will, will look mm. for emancipation because they have no incentive whatsoever to invest in better working conditions in that case. Mm. Um, so it doesn't coerce capital into anything specific, it just reaffirms their position as power holders within society and saying like, it's true, we have so much power over you that we can make you do these senseless tasks. But really, they are senseless and there's no way you can ever change that kind of environment. What you want to do is look for these other spheres of flourishing, which we're already ready to monetize. So the way Tinder and all these new apps are functioning is that they're basically monetizing the last outskirts of human sociability and making sure that even there, you can mine loads of money out of basic human interaction.